Hello everyone, welcome to Because You Are Young, a program for young people by young people here on Kingdom World Radio, the gospel radio that helps you to know Christ and live by His truth. Because You Are Young is a program where we discuss the issues and dynamics of the life of a Christian teenager and youth, if you've never heard us before, and how we deal with them as Christ has prescribed for us in His Word. To join in on the discussion, feel free to check out our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter handles at the KW Radio or send us a mail at radio at pastor.ng. This is still Kingdom World Radio. Know Christ and live by His truth. I am your host, Akinlo Olusheno. Keep listening. We'll be back shortly. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, this is Because You Are Young, the program for young people on Kingdom World Radio. Today, we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic that we've decided to title, Is Christianity Boring? Is Christianity Boring? I'm here to tackle the topic with me in the studio today. Uh, my friends and guests and co-hosts. My name is Asu Pyrosa Wills. Uh, welcome to the studio, Pius, and two ladies, the two beautiful ladies to my right. Let them introduce themselves to so everybody listening. Okay, my name is Amarachi NDBC Linta. And my name is Oge Chukwameje. And the way Oge sounds as if she's so quiet and calm, because the program <laughs> is just that until we begin to talk. Alright, so we'll be exploring a lot of questions today, and let's dive straight into the topic. Is Christianity boring? Oh, I want to keep this as interactive as possible. Let's all hear our thoughts. Me, I think Christianity is boring. I think you should better you should be a Muslim. What do you people think? I agree with you. I think it can be boring. It can, not entirely. But you shouldn't be a Muslim either way. Okay, now we have okay, so we know we have a lot of listeners, most of mostly mostly people who are very young, and I'm sure this has plagued a lot of people because you know, coming out of the world and coming into Christianity, there are a lot of things that Christ prescribes for us that we leave behind. Lifestyles that we cannot just do. And a lot of people is like, ah, this church thing itself is dry. It's just dry. You understand what I'm trying to say? And because of that so-called dryness, many people have shied away. I know that this is a, this can be an issue for a lot of people. They shy away from the life of Christ because of this dryness. So, is it really that dry? Or is it that we just don't know how to present it properly? Pius, what do you think? You can just, just, just throw something inside. Let us know. You know me, I already think you should be a Muslim. So, you, have, you are convincing me. <laughs> okay. Personally, I don't think it's as dry just like Cynthia said earlier, it can get boring. But then I don't think there's any lifestyle that doesn't get boring at some point. You get. So I think it starts from what you call boredom to begin with. Is it an activity? Is it um, what exactly do you define it to be? You get. So I think your definition of it actually um, contributes to you having that feeling of the Christian life being boring or not. But personally, I don't think it should be. But then it gets it gets boring at some point. Okay, like my my, my own my own question now is that okay, yeah. we've agreed that it gets boring at some point now. We, we that's what that's the opinion we came here with. We think it's boring. I already told you I think you should be a Muslim. I mean, this guy is dry, Joe. This is <laughs> nobody giving their life to Christ. Well, I think what is boring to me might not be boring to you. All right, yes. it depends on the personality. So, um, some people will say it's entirely boring. Some people will say it can be boring. Why some people that are already, uh, already boring human beings? No, it's not boring. I mean, once you are filled with the Holy Spirit, what else do you want so, out so of So, what life? you are saying is that your temperament and personality can affect how you view 
how exciting the Christian work part. I don't even want us to talk about the ministry of the Holy Spirit because yeah. anybody that has the Holy Spirit will tell you that Christianity is not boring. Yeah. Well, I can't walk out to a non-believer and say that you go know, Christianity is not boring. Why? The Holy Spirit. What does that mean? As far as I, like I'm seeing, I want you guys to remember means. one thing. I'm a Muslim. <laughs> okay, so or we should talk to you like when we are talking. Maybe this Buddhist is too intense for you guys. Maybe I'm a Buddhist. Let's take it that I'm a Buddhist. So talk to me like I'm a Buddhist. And Buddhism is exciting. So why should I leave my Buddhism and uh, come to your dry dry? Buddhism is not that. It's not Are you a Buddhist? How do you know? Because they meditate all the time. Uh, uh, so you are a Buddhist? Yeah. <laughs> no. You don't have to be a Buddhist to know they meditate. Okay, these people, are, as we can see now, I'm not the only Buddhist in the studio. <laughs> but but get, let's get back to the fact. Let's let, let's really uh, and talk about it. You see that your temperament and personality will affect how you view the Christian faith now. Yeah. Some people say that they are some people say that they are introvert. So going to church 24 hours a day and going back home Those and then. It, it will work well for them because that's how their that's how their life would have been before anyway i mean what they used to do they would stay at home then they say okay the only thing that you have to add to staying at home is go to church and now they like they even like going to church because the kind of church they are going to nobody talks to them yes. thank you some people are introverts even going to a church that they sing and praise and all those stuff they don't really like they just want to sit down and hear the word yeah, they don't even then, like all these church activities yes, that yes but there are other people now that they, when when before they came into christ they used to jam up in clubs and go to all kinds of parts. i know some people that are like that that if i want to preach to them i can't take them to kingdom world for yeah. instance now because we don't sing we don't we don't do do you want a revolution yeah. <laughs> because it, that, uh, two 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 Saturdays and they are like that you post church is dry. <laughs> but then how do you pre- how do you because let's let's pr- take this practically now we are Christians what do we do per se that will tell somebody out there that ah this thing is not nearly as dry as people are now this is dry in a physical sense we're not even talked about the spiritual sense of it physical sense. We will still move over to that aspect, but let's 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 try to start as much as we can. Well, um, the dryness you can't lie to them, like just because you're trying to convert someone, you can't lie to them that it's all party and fun and it can't be boring. That's the fact. But then there are some things that you have to get engaged, like when you pray, you listen to music. There are some danceable music. They are not the only ones that have danceable music, although it's not as as much as the worldly music, but then there's some good music in, you know, some good gospel music. And then we also have to think about the things that are important. Is Thank the, you. Is the excitement more important than our life in Christ? Like, so you have to think about the importance of what you are going into. Yeah, it can be dry, but then don't even try telling them to read the Old Testament. Like, let them start with the New Testament. I, me, I, I, I don't agree with you. Maybe, 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 because, maybe because naturally I'm a very dry... You no, know, I told you that I'm a Buddhist. Maybe because naturally I'm a very dry human being. Maybe I just... I just like, cause I've, if you read the Old Testament, coming starting from Genesis, going sequentially, and it, the Bible is not nearly as dry, although it gets to those parts in... Exodus, where God will give a set of instructions. Uh, and yeah. the next chapter then, is now Moses repeating those exact same instructions. Exactly <laughs> and as then numbers too. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, aside from that, I don't think the New Old Testament is nearly a pious. What do you think? For Oge, we say something. <laughs> Alright. Um, just like she said to you know, you have to put the long-term gain or benefit or whatever you are doing in front of you mm-hmm. when you make such decisions. So when you say the Christian life is boring to you what exactly are those things going on in the christian dome that you feel is boring 
you get and then when you engage in those activities at the long run what do you stand to gain then when you compare what you stand to gain when you indulge in those activities that are boring in quotes when you compare them with the other activities that maybe you think they are not boring that you think we should be doing which of them which of them you know gives you a better result Okay, I think um, one thing we should understand is that we're not trying to replace something with something else. Mm, okay. We're not trying to bring them out of the world, to replace it with being a Christian and then tell them you have you have it this way. Instead of having it the way of A, you get it in a way of B, but it's okay. not around you, Christian. We should try to understand that you're not, when you're a Christian, you're a Christian. We're not trying to compare the way of Christianity to the way the world lives. So if a, a person that is not a believer says Christianity is boring, I will not argue with him. Because he's in the world. I'm not trying to prove a point with, to him. I'm just trying to tell him that being a Christian is important, like he said. Because when you're trying to preach to someone, I think it's important that you don't try to put the gains in front of the person. Mm-hmm. When you're a Christian, you can also um, play. You can also go to Christian parties. You can you okay. have money. No, no, don't place the gain because... Yeah, 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 driving their, their so what mind are, so out. So what you are saying is that we're not supposed to be preaching replacement theology. It's no, not an no. idea that, okay, you used to go to club before, but there's this club I know where they used to play Frank Edward yes, music. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, so we can go to that club now. That's not the idea. No, no, but no, this no. time around, going to the club, you not go to Hellfire uh-huh. because clubbing is clubbing. It's not about replacement. <laughs> like, like, there's a lecturer of mine that he came to class. He came to be a believer. I say claim because of the way he puts it. Like, he's just that, you know, like there's money out there. Like now there's technology and mm. nobody should be poor. And he's rich that when he was in school, he was doing tutorials, getting, you know, money. And then when he, he now learned um, trading and he was trading and then he has money. So when he's preaching to someone now, he can tell the person that you don't have to be an unbeliever to be rich. You can be a Christian and rich and look at him now. He's doing very fine and all that. And he was just telling them that to him, Christianity is all gain that it's better for you to be in Christ and even if there's no heaven that it's still better to be in Christ you're because because you're on the safe side the, hey. the devil the devil cannot touch you because God is protecting before. you and all that so like to me I was like ah seriously I was looking at it somehow because that is not the way you should talk to unbelievers you're not telling them to come to Christianity just to be just to be safe just to be like God will also make give you money. God also make you mm. keep you safe. So why be with the devil that can play with you anyhow and all that? I think I think I think the, the, the thing is that we have to understand the idea what what being a Christian actually stands for and yeah. what Christ actually came to do. Because many times what we place before what um, if, um Christians like to place before unbelievers is come to Christ and your problems are solved. Yes. Come to Christ yeah. and you will be rich. Come to Christ. All you have to do is give ten percent, and He will rebuke the devourer on your behalf. Mm-hmm. But we forgot that the idea of Christianity is that you come to Christ, your sins are forgiven, yeah. you are justified, you will be sanctified, and then one day you will be glorified with Him. That is the that is the idea, the three step process of salvation. Yes. It's not about okay, you've come to Christ now, you were rich before. Now you can be rich again, just that like you will be... You can be even richer. You can be even richer. All you have to do is now, okay, you were doing business before, now you add seed sowing. Yeah. 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 And as you sow your seed, you get... And now you have the grace of God. So and it's, then people it's will now come into Christianity, they will see what it's really like, and they will be sorely disappointed. But the idea is that you go to people and be like, see, the way you are going, you will die, you will not be happy. <laughs> yeah, just tell them the truth. That's it. So, just tell them the so truth. So that you'll be happy when you die. Because <laughs> people yeah. think that it's about being happy in this world. The truth is that... Happiness in this this is how this is how um, I like to see it. Happiness in this world is solely unimportant. We're talking about whether Christianity is boring. I think 
Whether it's boring or not, now, it doesn't it's matter. Completely inconsequential. Yeah. Yes, it doesn't because matter. It doesn't okay, matter. let's do that. It's boring. You see, this is too boring. It's too boring. Maybe you will be. It will be. You will enjoy now. Then you. I hope hellfire is not boring. For how you know long? For how long? Just compare how. Even if you are to live up to 120 years, compare it to eternity. Like even no matter how how excited you are, always partying and having fun in quotes because most of those people that think they have fun. Inside, they are empty. They are unsatisfied. They are always the chasing after things that Thank they can't no. get. They are always chasing after things. Just imagine if you go after all your life chasing, chasing something you will never get, and then you live. <laughs> those people might not, not even actually live up to 120 years. They barely live up to 100. And then you die. Then what happens? I think, exactly I, I, think I will just bring a point from what oh, Paya said. Yeah. Paya said, there's nothing that is fun entirely. Most people that I will see, they're just trying to um, put up a face, a fake um, life for us. Most of them are bored. Mm-hmm. Most of the celebrities that we are trying to I follow, they are bored. They are bored. All the, the, there was one um, book pastor was talking yes. about um, who we love me or uh, can you love me? Something, something. They're always trying to do something to make people see them, to yeah. make people see them. That's but Christianity, it starts from within. You know, it's, 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 I think this thing I want you to bring to mind is like what Solomon wrote in the book of Ecclesiastes. Thank you know, you took a lot of time. Say, what will you use and feed your life? Solomon tried many things. He did. He did not food. Anything. He did wine. He yeah. did women. He did so philanthropy. He got everything a man could possibly get for himself. You see, I, when you look at the world today, and you look at people trying to find so many things to fill into, fill, fill their soul. Yeah. There's nothing that Solomon did not try. And, and it's all these things they are listing. That's what they are calling fun. Exactly. exactly. Everything that they call fun now, Solomon tried each and every one of it. And at the end of it, as an old man, he said. Fear God, keep his commandments. Everything is is vanity. (laughs) Because everything is a waste of your time. It is. It's a waste. But then the thing is that a lot of... I know the thing wrong with some people, a lot of people actually, is that they don't think about tomorrow. They don't think about the future. They don't even think about eternity. They'll be like, let me enjoy now. What are you talking about? As in, in, like, let me just get now. Like, what will happen tomorrow will happen. It's not up to me. Like, yeah, it is up to you to make that decision to stick with Christ. Like, it's up to you because what will happen tomorrow is going to happen whether you, you choose to ignore it or not. It is happening. If you keep, like, living your life anyhow you want it to be, get satisfied, have all the fun. Like, there's someone that actually said that he was an old man and he was dying. He said that the, the thing that he's happy about is that he has not, never denied himself any pleasure. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> and if you look at that person, he might actually be single, maybe living in an old people's home because you know how they do. They don't actually take care of the the, the yeah. old ones. They just keep them one place and, and then the person's life might be boring and and lonely and then the person just reminiscing in the good old days, you know, those days when we used to party, when we used to do this and do that. That is unimportant, insignificant. And I think the man is lying to people because deep no, down he knows... People he like knows that, that cannot be honest. You can, he, yes, even yeah. tell our own um, pastor, um, pastor Chris Okote, the story that he told, he said that before he gave his life to Christ, you know all these big boys on campus, those kind of people, he said that he used to fly in, he, used, he was in, I think Unique here, was he, yeah, Unique. Yeah, Unique. He used to fly in from Lagos every morning to come and take lectures. After lectures, he flies back, of course, the party, every the morning. everything, every he morning. That's when he was... <laughs> 
You think you've seen the enjoyment? You've not seen anything. Say every morning they were flying for Lagos, and I've gotten the hotel. Say you should stay in Lagos, one of the big hotels. I can't remember the name, but let's not even mention the name, Seth. But what he used to say is that after all that big, um, big, big, big life, yeah, the, 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 the phone, he said that he would stand at the window of the hotel that he was, like this very big glass window, and he would be fighting the urge just to jump and end his life. You see, the thing is that all this, the enjoyment that we have in life, all this pleasure, is fickle if you think about it, because yes. where does it lead? Where does it end? Many people they are empty inside. Michael Jackson, we heard the story a lot of time. Michael yes. Jackson used to pay thirty thousand dollars a month to a doctor to sleep. Michael Jackson, as big as he was, all the money that he had, all the enjoyment he could possibly he couldn't get, sleep. He couldn't. They had thirty thousand dollars. Sorry, that was it. I think it was about between the tune of thirty hundred thousand. I can't remember the amount of money. Huge he used to give a doctor yeah. so that he could sleep. Sleep that you and I, God will give us for completely nothing. I sleep it's inside Kekese. Sleep. <laughs> sleep. sleep inside Kekese sitting in the front. If I tell you the number of times I've fallen asleep inside Kekese when I was going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, somebody so you now begin to think about it that, okay, there's all this enjoyment in the world. So when we are, if there's so much enjoyment in the world that is so thickly passing, that cannot be what Christ is about. Of course not. I feel like Paris wants to say something. Paris is just looking with all... He has been he has been harboring something since like this thing is inside my chest. Say it now. No, you said almost okay. Uh, something close to what I wanted to say anyway. I think just like I was trying to explain before, I think Cynthia didn't really get me when I was saying you should put the game in front of you. It's just like whenever you want to do something, this thing I'm trying to do, what comes out of it? So the whole excitement and everything you are trying to do or you are trying to get for yourself, mm-hmm. what comes after it? You want to go for a party, fine. So after the party, what next? Yeah, you get. I think I think I like the way you put it because it's reminding me of um, how the Bible said it that Christ, for the joy set before him, yes. he despised. Uh, he took on the uh, went to the cross, yes. despising the shame. You understand? See, because of the joy that was that set was before him. him, suddenly what would I have seen like suffering for everybody else? Do you know what it means to? As far historically speaking, the people that they used to crucify, put on the crosses. Were hardened criminals, yes. people that the Roman Roman Empire wanted to make an example of for everybody. Wanted to shame them publicly, and that was the death that Jesus was supposed to go and do. So when the Bible said that he despised the shame, it wasn't a small shame. It was a very big shame. Shame before the Jews, shame before the Pharisees, shame before the Romans, shame before everybody. The only person, even shame before God said because God, the Bible says that God could not look upon him because of the iniquity yeah. that he carried. But he despised all of this shame. Why? Because of the joy set before him. So I like the way you say that you look at what the gain is. So Christ is what? The gain is eternal life. This part that you will go to, the gain is. If I, if, if God, if, 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 headache, hangover, you're not even getting any game. game, running yes. stomach, you're not getting anything from if it. If the devil is on your case, if the devil is on your case, you could overdose and die. <laughs> or you could be raped. All these things, you hear stories, you hear stories. You see, the thing is that, I heard this thing very recently on one of the other programs here on Kino World Radio. So that, the devil that is, the devil you are playing with is not playing with you. Yeah. Everybody, while all, the worldly enjoyment, you people think you are enjoying, the devil is out to destroy people. Yeah. He's not in that party to drink and smoke and get high and then go home and laugh. Mm-hmm. He's there looking for who he will, who he will finish next. Finished. 
they're looking for he who, he who he will destroy next. Looking for whose destiny he can truncate as and, quickly as possible. And that is why there's always money for you to buy. People that drink, they don't lack money to buy drinks. Ah, they don't lack money to buy <laughs> it's like drinks. What you want to do they don't lack money to smoke. And yeah. okay, let me let me take it from this point of view. We are saying all these things because we are Christians already. But mm-hmm. when you are preaching to someone that doesn't know the, the, this Bible that you quoted, that doesn't know all these things that you are saying, let's not even look at it in the long run. Like what will happen when you die. But currently, like you are saying, yes. I go finish you. Like currently, you can't even live that life. You can't even be responsible. Even if you don't want to be a Christian, you can't be responsible thinking you're having life, uh, fun in life. For example, going to school is not fun. Me, I think going to school is not fun. Some people like school. But then, going to school is important. It's something you have to do. It is very, very necessary because... Hmm, yeah, give me some assignment. Like the one my sister was meditating on for two days. She has not said assignments because she doesn't oh, know where to start from. No, you are meditating. The kind of assignment they give, you don't even understand the question. You don't even know where to start from. Going to school is not fun, but but going to school it is important. Yeah. It is important for you to be responsible in life. You have to be educated. For you to be responsible, all these things you call fun, it doesn't make any sense. Even if you don't want to be in quotes a believer, believer, believer like that. Mm-hmm. Just having fun in life, like it doesn't even. Even if you notice people that are responsible, who that, that for example, are atheists, they don't live this kind of life. Exactly. They don't. They, morally responsible. they don't. Yeah. Mo- just be morally responsible. You don't live this I, kind of I life. I like that word that you use just now. It says morally. Morally respons- responsible. So even if I'm preaching to someone that is not like a, a believer, I'll, the person does not understand uh, life after Christ and all that, because the person is just trying to know God. I'm putting it to the person. The person might not get my point. So I'll just try to to pick it from where the person will understand. Now it it's doesn't make part. any sense. It is pointless. And there is one thing about Christ. Like Christ is just awesome. Sometimes I just think about it and I'm like God, like, like you are too much. There's this kind of um, this kind of want and need in our heart and in everybody's heart, whether you recognize it or not, whether you admit it or not. Everybody we're always looking for something. But those people that go out to party, that do all that, they're looking for something. It's Satisfaction. Yeah. They're looking for something like to feel the the emptiness in them. But the funny thing is that they can't get it anywhere. It's, it's just like trying to fill a, a basket with water. Yeah. That is what they just keep doing. They keep filling and they keep leaking out. They keep filling and they keep leaking out. Like <laughs> you have to be in Christ for you to be satisfied. Like for you to be you like that satisfaction. <laughs> you just like <laughs> you just like you, you can't like you can't. You just like running around in circle, running, running, running until you actually embrace Christ. That is when you get that satisfaction that He gives that only Him can give. No one else can. Yeah. So Nothing if you ask can. me, being a Christian or, be, or, or even if you're a Christian, you're not a Christian. Life is not just all fun. You can't. You can't be. You can't be responsible in life and say Let's, life is. Know, life is about fun. Yeah. Well, but they like to themselves a lot. There's something I want us to do. I think you know a lot of people listening. Before we go on our break in like five minutes, a lot of people want, listening want to hear like personal stories from somebody. How many of because the way everybody is talking now, it sounds as if you've been a you've been a Christian since they gave birth to you. Pius, you used to go. Let me ask Pius first. Do you used to go to club? You didn't even have to ask. I was going to come in with a personal experience even before. Ah, so, <laughs> so okay. I think it's the right time anyway. You know, there are a lot of people that are born into this. Christian environment, everybody around them goes to church, they read the Bible and all of that. So it was almost the same thing for me from the start. But then as time went on, you know, we got to school, the background wasn't that firm you get. So we get to school, started keeping some kind of friends that we're no longer proud of, 
And then one thing always leads to another. Idiot. So we started doing a few things that I don't know if I'm allowed to mention on the radio right now. Anything <laughs> you cannot say to your mother, don't say here. <laughs> said, we got involved in some things that were not quite okay. Get. But then at some point, money was coming in, which is what um, every young person out there is actually chasing after. Every young person out there, okay, I mean, not a Christian right now. Uh, we understand. We understand. <laughs> you understand. So the money was coming in, you know, having that fun in quotes that we're talking about. You know, go to expensive restaurants, eat good food, lodge in hotels that your parents cannot even imagine you are in. You get. But then, wow. deep within you, you Soft still life. know that, bro, this is not where you should be. You get. You know that what you are doing is wrong. You know that you are still empty. Like, there are some days when you wake up and you'll be like, what is even going on? Okay, just eat, drink. You can't find meaning to life. You understand? Yeah. Like, there was no meaning. Everything was just empty. And at some point, you started deliberating, um, what is it called now? Suicide. Hmm. Interesting. You get I could feel it like I was communicating with the devil one-on-one. I had to... I don't know how it happened, but thank God for grace, though. I had the, this boldness to talk to someone about it, someone who I feel could be of help. You get And thank God for for Jesus Christ, through that person, you know, I got saved. But then, before then, I could feel it like, you have this money in the account, you have these friends around you that, you know, are in high places, you could get you anything fun. around that time, I think you were enjoying, you could visit any any place at, at that time, you get, but this emptiness was still there. It was still there. And as soon as I gave my life to Christ, okay, and I became a believer, uh, a few months later, I started attending Kingdom World. And since then, I can tell you that it's been different. And if, if for any reason, I, I, found, I find this life now boring, then I think there is something wrong I'm doing. That's how I see it. I think there is something wrong. Even though I know the Christian life is not supposed to be like an amusement park. Mm-mm, it's not. You get And yeah. from everything I've learned shortly, if anybody tells you that it's supposed to be easy, that person is trying to scam you. Mm. You get it's never. I, I was reading a book this morning by Andrew Womack, Lessons from Elijah. So if someone like that could get depressed at some point, then it's obvious that it's not easy. But then there's no part of life that is. School is not easy. Being in the world is not easy as well. You get So why do we expect these parts? Why do we expect the Christian life you understand to, to, um, to be an easygoing thing so i think that emptiness will always be there if you don't have christ yeah I, yeah this this thing that you just said now reminded me quickly of a scripture in the ah, i can't remember what the scripture is but if anybody knows where it is just point it out like christopher scripture said that do not love the world of the things oh, of God, the world if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And the Lord, the world is passing away, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Key word there is that the world is passing away. So it's things that are eternal that are important. We all see, we all, it, this, this is like the key evangelism point. These things that you are enjoying, they are passing away. It's passing away. And only the life of Christ is eternal. All right, we're going to be going on a short break. This is still because you are young on Kingdom World Radio. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. 
welcome back to Because You Are Young here on Kingdom World Radio. We've been discussing, is Christianity boring? In the studio here with me, I have my friends and co-hosts and guests, Pius, Oge, and Amara. <laughs> Alright, welcome back everybody. What I've been discussing is Christianity boring. And so far, we've been able to point out the fact that, first of all, we're able to point out that what is boring is depending on your personality and your outlook on life. And that the objective of Christ here in our lives is not to bring excitement and fun, even if he can do that. But that's not the primary objective. The objective of Christ is eternal life and salvation. And that is what he is presenting to the world. All right, let's just jump right back into it. Let's, um, we've been talking a lot about, okay, the physical aspect of the matter. Christianity is boring. The world is more fun. You've been able to see that. The world is fun, and you will go out, you will have, you will drink, you will smoke, you will follow all the boys and girls uh, to go everywhere, and then maybe you will contemplate suicide at one point to jump from a window of a hotel. We will never know. But then, we're able to now see that all of those things, they pass away, and that only the life of Christ is eternal. So inside Christ now, we're not talking spiritual aspect, now we're talking to believers and the believers' experience. Apart from trying to minister to unbelievers that, hey, this one you are doing is nonsense. And this is the true sense. If you are... What do you say we are again? Do you say we are Hindus or Buddhists? <laughs> Me, I'm a Christian. Is this people are still Buddhists? I've given, you, during you, the break, I gave my life to Christ. <laughs> okay. It's that minister to Okay, me. no, we have already dedicated our life to Christ. All right. <laughs> so it wasn't during this break, so I had not seen them. So me, Pius converted. So we want to talk about this... Um, the believer's experience, the Holy Spirit. Let's 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 dive into that one. Because I know that as a believer, as a believer that's really committed to Christ Jesus, Christ Jesus is not boring. That one I can testify as a fact. Christ Jesus is not boring. If yeah. you are truly committed to Him, He's not boring because you know the Bible prescribes the Holy Spirit as a teacher, a comforter, a friend, a brother. See, He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. So, if he's that close to us, he's so close. And you know, if you are close to your siblings, if you are close to, you have brothers or sisters, you are close to them. You know that usually, when you when you are around them, it's not really, it's not boring. It's not boring. Especially when you are a close-knit family. There's always something to laugh about, talk about, just about. Even if it's not really a laughing moment, even if it's something serious you're talking about, you know that there's always something that will engage somebody. You cannot say that, ah, I was ah I was with my brothers today. Ah, they are dry self. If you are really if you are really close to your brothers, sure. hardly ever like that. The but then Rema will always be dropping. There's always Rema. How will you be sit down with your brothers and drop that one? <laughs> <laughs> family is too spiritual. For family is too spiritual. <laughs> you sit down with your siblings and be dropping Rema. Yes. <laughs> Okay, without God, <laughs> I, 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 hope, I hope to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> but then the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is a, is a friend that sticks closer than a brother, which means that his company is just as exciting as I'm even more exciting than close family moments. So let's talk about his personal experience, scripture, anything that you can bring out. Okay, um, I just want to pick up from where Pius. Pius said something that if at any point you find this life boring, that means there's something is wrong somewhere as a Christian, right? Mm-hmm. Something is wrong somewhere. Maybe there's a disconnection. Maybe there's something you're, you're, you are not doing. Because one thing with being a Christian is that you might not be having that personal fellowship with God for some time and it will not show right there. It will take time. 
You understand? People will yeah. still see you, still be quoting the Bible, you still know some things, you still be speaking in tongues, but you've not had this personal fellowship with God, and it's only you and Him that knows. Nobody else can tell this one. It's after some time, maybe a few months, people will start seeing that, okay, you're deviating or something. But Christianity is not, for me, it's fun. Do you know why I say it's, I'm this kind of person that, I used to, I used to ask my sister, how do people that are not Christians cope? Because, if I'm not a Christian, I'll probably be depressed, or maybe yeah. I would, I will be, yeah. I will be in a mental like I'll be mentally unstable or something because mental, I'm this kind of person. Mental I, instability is not fun. It's not, it's not, it's fun. not fun. You'll be depressed because like, where is life going to? Just small money food where you know get. You'll be like, where is this life going to? He drank Gary yesterday, and today again is only Gary I have. God, is this how I'm going to be a big person in this life? And being a Christian, that thought does not even cross my mind. Even the Gary that you are drinking, oh, thank you, Lord. It's even the Jebel Gary. Wow. Thank you, Lord, I have Gary to drink. And I'm this kind of person, I don't plan my life. I don't know. I'm, some people might say I'm irresponsible. But being a Christian, you don't have to plan your life. It is fun to know that the Lord is the one in control of everything you are doing. Even when you plan, it will not go the way you plan. And for the father, no matter what happens, I can just come back and say, God, ah, look at what happened, look at what happened. Oh, I don't like it, though. Like, he's closer than a, than a brother. He's a friend. I talk to him as if I'm talking to my sister. I'm talking to someone that is, that is, that is sitting beside me. I don't like this thing. Just help me. I don't even need to say amen. I will just say it because it's, it's yeah. prayer. Mm-hmm. I just with him every time. I don't have any, I don't know what I'm going to do in the next six months. Mm. I'm currently in school. As soon as I'm done with school, I have no plans for my life. You might say I'm a bit irresponsible. I think I should start planning. But for the fact that I'm a Christian, it's, it's interesting to know that the Lord has plans for me. And as long as I am, I am a Christian, I'm following his will, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, I will discover that plan that he has for me. I don't need to break my head. I don't need to have plan B. I don't need to, to put strategy in place to do some things. Is being a Christian, oh, was about to interrupt you, being worry. a Christian is fun, is, is, is interesting. I'm not trying to convince you. I'm just telling you what yeah. it is. Giving, giving your life over to Christ for him to take control. That's the freedom I have in Christ Jesus. And I can't trade it for anything. I, I think, I think it's, it's, it's important to note that. You see, like we said, we said in before the break that it's all a matter of perspective. You know, Romans 12, 2 says that, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind you know what the, what the bible calls mind is how you look at life the way you interpret things yeah. the way you look at things the way things appear to you like there's something that she said that you don't know how people that are not christian survive me too i've also had that experience because i'll begin to wonder that so when things happen in this world there are some things that have happened to me in my life i'll now begin to think that so if i did not know how to pray what would, have what would i have done you know, there are things, there are problems that you just look at. You don't know that. There's no way you can, you don't know what it's to do to solve it. Just look at it. Yeah. God, help me. Sometimes it's not even as if you sit down and be like, Father Lord, we have a problem. Help me. You just sit down. Many times, what I like to do is that if I talk to somebody now and they're having a problem, I will say, I will pray for you. Before, it used to be like a ceremony that, okay, when I'm praying, I will remember you. But this is now what I used to do. This is the liberty that we have in Christ. You know that when Christ came, he opened access to the Father gave us liberty and now we can approach the father through him so many times like that i would just sit down i say i will pray for you as soon as i finish the call i finish the chat i'll off the phone and immediately i'll be like father lord this person is having issues please help them and that's the prayer 
It's as if it's as if it's, you know like when like when somebody's on the phone say please greet your daddy for me oh yes. and your daddy is there <laughs> um, then yeah. Mr. So 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 and so say I should greet you. That's how it is. Yeah. Please pray for me. No wahala. Father Lord, they see that this person is having issues. Help us. Oh yeah, I've prayed for you. No wahala. And the person is wondering, what do you mean you have prayed for? Me? Why? But we forget that yeah. the Bible says the Holy Spirit is a friend that sits closer than a brother. Yeah. And he's not hard of hearing. Of course not. He's not hard of hearing. So I so. I like I like the way you okay, put it that you see there's a lot of liberty that we have in Christ. And that liberty that we have, like you said, is that we don't have to worry about tomorrow. You see, the thing about once you subject yourself to the world standards, eh, you are constantly under pressure to fulfill and meet them. But once it's Christ Jesus, He has already told you that every sparrow, there's no sparrow that will fall, that the Lord has not commanded it. The flowers of the field that are here today and gone tomorrow, they are more beautifully dressed. Now Solomon in all his glorious array. Yeah. So that are you not more precious than all of these things? So why are you worrying about what you will eat, what you will drink, where we thought would we be clothed? He said, focus on the Lord and the things of and the things of the kingdom, and all of these things will be added unto you. It just gives you the freedom. What are you ah, what are you going to do? I don't know. And you know, for for a, a believer, I don't know, it's more like God will help us. We, we, God Lord, is in control. What, what, yeah. what I like to say is that ah, what will you do after school? When we get there, we'll find out. Yeah. That's the answer. <laughs> what do you mean? When we I get like there, we'll find out. Now, what do you want me to say? Yeah. But that's, so we, we, we forget that. We forget that. You see, there's something that I said that day is that you cannot plan your life. Do you know why? The reason you cannot plan your life, no matter how hard you try, is because, you know, it's as if in the realm of the spirit, once you make a plan, there is a force or a spirit that his whole dedication is to try and scatter that thing that you said. Because he has plans for you, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who are you to make your own plans? I don't have enough even information to even, make even plans for that, yourself. I'm not talking about God, Seth. I'm talking about even normal human beings. Normal Thank human you. beings. Thank you. You will make a plan. And it's as if evil in the world <laughs> will rise up and say that my, ish, my your purpose is to work. scatter your like, plan. How dare you make a plan how for yourself? How dare you make a plan? <laughs> <laughs> No, there's this statistic that came up already a while ago that 9 out of 10 businesses in the United States of America yeah, failed fail. in the first within 10 years. Best, yeah. 9 out of 10. Which means that 9 people wake up in the mo- 10 people wake up in the morning and they decide that I want to start work. Then 10 spirits will rise up and decide that you will be poor for this. That, that one that succeeded is just because the person was able no, to try on. Out of the 1 out of 10 that succeeded, 9 out of 10 will fail within the next 10 years. This spirit is not used to rest. <laughs> you survive while coming for So I always like, so with all these things, ask or less, like Bible will say, seeing as we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, how will you now go and be worrying about saying, what will you do after you graduate? How am I supposed to? How am I supposed to? Know? <laughs> <laughs> I see. I'm so free. How are you even sure you graduate that time you are planning to graduate? Because me, <laughs> I can't even <laughs> start. <laughs> do you know how, like, I used to plan my life. Like, I remember when I was much younger, I would be like, at this certain time, of, I will finish school, I will get married, I will work, and then... Okay. <laughs> I didn't even enter school when I was supposed to enter. This is just finishing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... After like a few attempts, I was like, I gave up. And then someone would ask me, oh, what's your cause? I would tell them, oh, what are you going to do? Are you going to do master? I said, I, I might. I, w- I would like to. We are, Lord, we have, have, have you chosen this school? I said, what school? <laughs> I don't even know that one. I'm more focused on graduated first. Like, you have to focus on the present because God actually has plans for you. Aside from yeah, all those other... The day is the is, evil there. God has plans for you. Just like when you just bring a fan and then you went to buy a fan, someone manufactured a fan and then he said, this is the way the fan should rotate. And then the fan decided to rotate the other way. Who is the fan to decide where to go? 
The manufacturer is one to say this fan, you are going this way. Whether you like it or not, you go that way. So God you actually set to go this God actually has a plan for us. He has things for us and and we should just relax and enjoy the ride. I think two scriptures that come to mind when you say this tonight is that in Jeremiah, it said that I know the plans I have, I have for you, you, plans of good, good and not of evil, evil, to bring you to a future and a hope. Yeah. Then again, all things work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. The idea now is that just submit yourself to the will of God yeah. and let him do what he wants. Submit yourself to the will of God doesn't mean that you will sit down and wait for man yes. to fall for heaven. Of course, you, of course, what will you do is that every day you will go out and you will practice righteousness, you will practice faithfulness, you will practice holiness consistently. As you are doing that, the Lord will work everything out for you according to it. And the truth is that you see, there's no other plan that is better than the plan of God for your life. People don't realize it. You think that you are wise. That's the problem we have a lot of times. We think we are wise. Me, I know. This is the one that is good, and I will decide. What As, do you know? That's the thing. Don't forget that the God that created and re- arranged the stars and the he systems knows all, knows all things. So he's looking at you like, the way you are going, you will enjoy yourself. Then he will scatter a plan for you. And you say that God is so wicked, he failed me again. Meanwhile, he saw you dead in 15 years the way you were going. Yeah. I think instead of me doing that, I just normally say, God, this is what I like. I want to go here. I want to go here. If it's your way, please allow me to go. That I, I, sometimes you like some things as a human being. It's not because a Christian does not mean that you not like some and things. forget that sometimes we think that God is so far away and unapproachable, like a unapproachable job. Forget that he's our father. Many times we bring those our father, this is what I would like. He's not unadjustable. You say, what is that? You say, what is that? Hmm. He can look like a father and be like, okay, we achieve this, achieve this, achieve this. Then we can consider this. And that is how your, and that is how fathers behave. Sure. He knows what is good and what is not good. What is acceptable and what is not acceptable. What is permissible. What he can allow. Some things he cannot allow. Father Lord, I feel like I want to go and, I want to go and put a put <laughs> earring in my mouth. <laughs> that has no meaning. <laughs> <laughs> so, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> what, what gave you the bold? No, no, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, God hears all these things. He used yeah, to hear. Sure, he he will listen to you. He, he will know that. Like, all right, all right. Wait, he's saying the funny thing is that some people actually think God doesn't hear our thoughts. Like, me, most of the time, even if the stupidest things, that's the beauty of being a believer. You can bring the most ridiculous things sure. to the Lord. He, whether he will allow or not, is a completely different matter. Things the point that he's listening, yes. he's yes. hearing. Father Lord, this is what I think. I feel like this guy is very wicked and cash should jump out tomorrow. I know he's not good, but that's what I think. In Jesus' name, amen. And you go. Sometimes you know what say in Jesus' name, and you've prayed. The Lord heard. He's not going to send a car to jam anybody. Yeah. That's not, um, it's not, it's, that's not cool. Let's say that that's not cool. But your head, he knows you are angry. He's going to solve. Now, the problem now is that you are upset. He knows. That's the problem we are going to solve. You came and said that this person made me so upset, Lord. Lord, I'm not happy. I'm so upset. In Jesus' name, amen. That's the end of the prayer. And the Lord had. Do you know sometimes I do some things that are funny. Somebody annoying me and the thing is paining me. And I know that if I pray about it, I will not be angry again. I will not pray. I won't, I won't vex more. <laughs> I want the anger to just take it for like two more Luna minutes. Tell God, God, be angry. Like, because what I, I, I just say, God, this thing is paining me. Scriptures just be coming to my mind. Maybe just leave her. Leave her. She did this thing for your it good. Happens. And most times when things happen, there's this mindset that it happened for me. I'm always the one that the things are working together for. Yes. Mm. When the plan scatter, it's because the better plan is coming. If a better yeah. plan did not come, is is 
it's for me too. I'm not I'm not the unfortunate one. There are people Christians like to feel as if they are the unfortunate, unfortunate ones. Yeah, they are the victims in everything. Uh, like the world is against me. Everything is against people are saying that Christianity is not as that he that is in you is greater than he that's in the whole world. We not just to, in your village, the that. whole world put together. We right? seem to forget that there's one of the fruits of the spirit is joy. You see, the funny thing about that, you know, in the world, then joy has to come from something. You have to have a reason to be happy. Ah, this happened, so I have joy. There's no substitute in the world for true, unadulterated joy. But when you come into Christ Jesus, joy is a is a consequence of having Christ formed inside of you. Everything is going wrong, but you have joy. You know, you are happy not because anything yes. is happening, but because joy is inside of you. I even tell the personal story. Just recently, when I was, before I left school, recently, when I was still in school, there's this period, like a small period like this, when everything seemed to have been going against me. Locker that I carried to my room, they said I should bring it back to my my department. Plates that, they see that is in our room, they packed all the plates, it's time to wash. My roommate, that's my turn to wash. Not as if it was not my turn to wash, it was my turn. <laughs> That's part that's, that's no one something is annoying you, but you can't do anything about it because you know that person is right. It's my turn. Madam, I was working for in Lagos, refused to pay me salary. Was staying guinea one, guinea one, guinea one. That's not even a story for today before we <laughs> we open up old wounds. That day I was so annoyed. I was signed up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. I know the kind of like you said, there are some anger that you have that you know that the moment you pray about this thing, yeah. it's gone. So you don't want to pray about you, it. You, you want to be angry. <laughs> Even when someone comes comes close to you, like to try and tell you, be like, that day I was like, that day I was just like, you see, leave me, let me be angry. <laughs> if you near me, I will beat you. Just stay. But then at the point when I was washing the plates, that was when the beauty of the Holy Spirit is that He always brings things to the bible says that he brings things that christ wants taught us to our remembrance mm-hmm. what the holy spirit bring to me that day he brought philippians chapter 4 verse 6 be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving make let your request be known unto god the moment that scripture hits me that's when the problem had to end you know you just you know there are some things that you know that once the holy spirit reminds you if you decide to insist yes. in your yes. arrogance, yes. you are not a sinner. You are not a sinner. You are you not walking. You will even be at peace all... with yourself again because suddenly you're your problem is not that the water annoying you. Suddenly your problem now is that Holy Spirit told me to do something and I'm not doing it. Yes. Holy Spirit says that why are you being annoyed? Be well, anxious for nothing. <clears throat> you have come again. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be angry. <laughs> But but you you know that what this person did is not good. That kind of thing. That <laughs> is that this that they are doing. I like I know, but the actors for nothing. You never have a choice. At that point, what will you do? What will you do? No, you go and you now go and meet. You now go and talk to yourself. You talk to your soul. That my soul. I know we are angry. I understand. Wait, wait. Can I understand? You are angry. It's good. But they say we should be anxious for nothing. For nothing. Before we get we get in trouble with headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> but let's stop. Okay, what I want to bring in again is for people that are just are just joining us now, uh, what we are trying to say is we're not trying to um, switch or we're not trying to replace Christianity with the with the uh, with the world. You understand? Or we're not trying to replace the world with Christianity. One of the fruit of the spirit is joy. But you won't be the one to say how the joy will come. Being a Christian is fun. It depends on how you are saying it. It depends on your mindset. We've said all these things before. It depends on how 
how um, you be how you see things if mm. your if your mind has been transformed. So just focus on being a Christian first. Forget about the fun aspect. You will look back in two months, three months, six months. You'll be like, so I called that in fun at at a time. Wow, this is the real fun. These things you are saying, this is the real fun. For the fact that depression is far from me, this is the real fun. For the fact that worry, worry is far. Like thinking I don't, about tomorrow. And the thing is, uh, well, it's all good. Like being a Christian can be boring. But if you ask me, I'll say, close your eye and jump right in. Like, Just if you have to go into it, oh yes, 100%, 200%. Yes, give your life to Christ and you will never regret it. There are going to be trials, tribulation, troubles on the way. And some people might think you're a fool because, you know, there are some things you have to overlook. Because the Bible says if they slap you on the right cheek, you should turn the, the left. And you just be like, ah, turn the left. Someone slapped me, I'm supposed to turn the left. And yes, sometimes Jesus, when someone is by your side, your <laughs> friend or <laughs> people around you, they'll be like, ah, this guy is stupid, this girl is stupid. You yeah, say like you're a Christian, you're yeah, a fool. Yeah, you say they're using dumb. your head. Yeah. You say they're using your head. This, this, Let- this thing that you said now reminds me very specifically of, you know, there are times in, in life that we'll, we will approach, we will just meet people that true true. what they will do eh, is use you. Now, I'm not saying yes. that as a Christian that you allow yourself to be used. But the Bible says that do not fail to give to those that ask of you. I also have a friend like that. Like the person used to be so ungrateful and appreciative of things that you would do for her. You would do things, the moment she seems like she's grateful, by the time you go forward in time, see the way the person will treat you and react back at you. Just know that this person has no memory of the things that you have done for them, yeah. the things that you do for them, and tomorrow they will still come back. And I began to think about it that, it's no better I just start holding myself. Anytime I don't have go away, I don't have go away, I don't have go away. But then the Lord told this, the Holy Spirit told me again that do not hold back from the day that we ask of you. Yeah. So now, please, I need, the first thing I will ask is, do I have? If I have, take. You are a fool, they are using your head. I know. I'm a fool for Jesus. <laughs> Who's fool are you? <laughs> Everybody is yeah, a fool. Everybody is a fool. Yes. Thank you. Everybody is a so fool. Depends fool on you? whose fool are you. So I'm Jesus' fool. So I will do the foolish things in quotes that Jesus would ask me to do. Yes. Now to you, this is foolishness. They are using your head. It's your head. It's because you are useful now. See, you don't, you don't, exactly, they don't they use useless heads. Yeah. They don't use useless heads. <laughs> I have to be useful to be used. Very good. Means my, my head is useful. We thank God for useful heads. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly, you have to be useful before you can be. This is like uh, one of those few things I learned when I started coming to Kingdom Woods those early days. You see, if, okay, personally, I, I work for someone, okay, and I don't get paid as much as I work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like now, I've not been paid for November and December. Away. And I was supposed to go to work after now. Interesting. You get. But. You have to miss me after service. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'll go, I'll go follow and talk. Honestly. But you see, I've taken that, um, the pay out of my mind. It's not like I shouldn't be paid because I actually pay transportation to go to this place. You get. But I think sometimes we just try to see what we are giving out. Take away that uh, so being used part out of your mind. What are you actually doing? Don't focus on doing that thing you are doing. And that brings me to what um, Cynthia was saying earlier. If you want to be a Christian, but wait, please, for those of people that are listening, Cynthia is okay because oh. they have been calling her by both <laughs> names. 
this entire bro, you will be confused. Cynthia is okay. I don't even know why we're saying this now. If you want to be a Christian, be a Christian. Don't try testing if the waters are deep. Just jump all right in. Jump right in, she said. You get. It's get eyes, eyes closed. If it's boring, eyes to be fine. Closed. If it's not boring, it's just like, uh, let's say an athlete now or a footballer. You get. There are so many meals that you want to eat. You see these meals, they are very, very delicious. But you don't have a choice. You just cannot eat certain things. Yes. Because being a footballer is more important than eating what you feel like eating. Mm-hmm. So yes. Place your Christianity with the things you call fun. Which one is more important? So whether it's boring or it's not boring, just focus on being a Christian. You don't have a choice. Yeah. No, the, the Bible focus. says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, say, Therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us, okay. let us lay aside every encumbrance, some translations will say, every weight, and the sin which so easily entangles us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. The idea, like people are saying that, you just close your eyes and jump in. The idea is not that we are coming here to have fun. The Holy Spirit is fun. Thank not having you. depression is fun. Thank not having you. to worry is fun. But the idea now is that there's a race to be run. So, those things that you are trying to do are fun. Are they weights? Are they sin that entangles? Yeah. So you have to, like the Bible said, throw them off. Why? Because there's something greater that we are pushing ahead towards. You've looked at everything now. All the fun you've been having since they gave birth to you till now. What has it done for you? Okay, you have all the money in the world. I can guarantee you. Should be all the money that you had in the you world. You don't even have now. all the money in the world. Should be, should be dollar rules. <laughs> <laughs> and again, being a Christian does not mean that you just be sad automatically. You can still dance. You can still party. Just depend on which music Bible, you are dancing to. The Bible to. compared, the Bible yeah. likened being filled with the Holy Spirit to being drunk with mm. wine. People, have you seen people that are drunk before? I have. Nothing troubles them. They sleep inside gutter. <laughs> you find people course. sleeping inside. If somebody can be so comfortable to sleep inside the gutter, you can do that. There's, oh, for that moment in his life, the worries of the world, they don't pass through they his head. Gone. The Bible now compared being filled with the Holy Spirit to being like that. Which means that you will be with the Holy Ghost living inside of you. And do you know the difference between the Holy Ghost and wine? Why not? The Holy Ghost does not end. Yes. Why will yes. stop at a point? You, you will get not yourself. have hangover. You will not have headache. Your head will pain you, then you will go back to your normal state. Your life will continue. But the Holy Spirit is with you. So it means that as you are going through diverse trials and tribulations, like the Bible said, the Holy Spirit is there. In everything, you will go through trouble. You will sit down and say, hmm. Everybody is panicking. The Bible says that they are saying, the people are saying that there's a cast down. Me, I will say that there's a lifting up. Not to say that every, my own situation is different, too. My own is the same thing with everybody else's own. But like, like we said before, the renewal of your mind, not be conformed to this world, change the way you think. So everybody is going here to ask, everything is wrong. How do we leave this country? We have to jack by everything is going wrong. Ah, we are finished. Worry. You are there wondering, you are not looking at the world. I'm like, where you are going? How do you know you will not be finished? <laughs> How do you know you will not be finished there? What if code kills you? <laughs> so people think, what's wrong with you? People have looked at me and told me that this, they tell me that you are just a different breed of human being. I say, thank God. Means I will not have the kind of problems that you will have yeah. because you will go up and realize that you will be as sad as you are. You are sad here. Yeah. You will be sad so because bad. sadness is not a function of I'm where you are. You. It's a function of your person. Yes. So instead of looking for where you will go and be happy, how about we solve the happiness problem now? Yes. So that you don't have to waste valuable transport money and street flights. Just be happy where you are. Let's. I'm being sad in a foreign land. Is depressing. Ah, God, hmm. you will not be. You, you will not be talk. sad. That you will not be cold. <laughs> 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 Nobody cares. Nobody knows you. 
At least here you are sad. Even if once in the while you come, you come to your house, guy, half your sadness will leave for two minutes. Then you'll be sad that you don't do any point. Don't have data. <laughs> Just go online. You laugh. Go online. <laughs> and another thing I would like to add is like we should guard this um joy, this um satisfaction, this this comfort that we have in Christ Jesus. We should guard it jealously. Because believe me, everything in this world the devil who comes with his lies, lies of the devil come with lies everywhere, temptations everywhere, trying to take it away from you. Guard it jealously. Fellowship with God all the time. Like, pray, read your scripture, listen to messages, read your Bible, like, read things. Because I know from personal experience, like, if you are just, if you are careless, if you lose your guard just for a little bit, believe me, things will creep in. And when you catch yourself, you'll be like, how did I get here? Like you'd be like, what, what happened to me? This is not me. How, how, how? It's just because like everything is just trying to take it away from you because they actually do know how important it is. The devil do know how important Christ is in our lives. So we should guard it jealously. All right. You know, this, this has been a very, very wonderful interactive session. I wish we could just continue, but I'm all good things you. must come to an end, how so they say. This has been because you are young on Kingdom World Radio. We've been discussing <laughs> is Christianity boring? Some of us started this episode as Buddhists and we were converted <laughs> by Pius during the break. And now we've seen that there's true joy in Christ Jesus. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming in on the program. This is because you are young. Join us again next time right here on Kingdom World Radio. May the grace of God be able to open your eyes to see joy and fun in the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for being on the program. Once again, I'm Akiolo Olishino, your host. My guests and friends have been Pius Amara and Cynthia slash Ogi. And we will <laughs> see you again next time. God bless you. Bye.